it is great to be here. I am your host, Aaliyah Jacobson, on Keeping Up With COVID. And for this three podcast series, we are going to be investigating how COVID has affected our daily lives, whether it is from going to school to mental health issues. Today, we are going to be exploring how COVID has been affecting schools, teachers, parents, and students. Here to help me answer some questions is our special guest, Colleen Shaw, or as her grade three students know her, Mrs. Shaw. She is an elementary school teacher at Rocky View School and she's been teaching for 22 years. Mrs. Shaw was teaching in the school in March and when everything started to shut down. And at the start of this school year, she began to teach online for Rocky View due to COVID. Hey, Colleen. It's great to have you here. And it's nice to be here with you. All right. Uh, I was wondering, before going to school in March, when COVID was just starting to happen, what was your morning routines like? Well, in terms of what the day would look like, um, I would typically arrive at the school by about 7.30 in the morning. And our school was an early start. So the children started arriving by 8 o'clock. Uh, our official start time was 8.05. And then we'd have what's called a um, staggered entry, so the kids could come in between um, 8 o'clock and 8.15. We wanted them in their seat. They would do crop quiet reading, and then by 8.30, our learning day would begin. Okay. And now that you're online, how do your mornings start? Well, it's um, from, from my perspective, it's a lot easier because mm -hmm. I'm not commuting 30 minutes uh, each way to, to work. Um, school still starts at 8 o'clock, but I don't actually have my first Zoom meeting with the children until 9 o'clock. So they do some asynchronous or independent work between 8 and 9. Often that means just getting out of bed and having breakfast. <laughs> but then we begin a typical learning day at 9 a.m. We do some all-together learning for approximately an hour and then uh, they do independent work and I do small group work so a few of them will stay on with me and, and we do reading and, and mathematics activities. Okay and how has teaching been online so far? I actually really enjoy it. Um, I, I was not looking forward to wearing a mask all day and mm -hmm. the protocols that I'd have to follow in an on-site environment. And I feel, uh, from my point of view, this has been good for my health, and it's uh, been good for it's been good for the um, it's been good for the children too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what are some of the protocols you would have had to follow at the at school? school? Yeah. To be honest with you, they were intense and they were constantly changing, which mm -hmm. uh, made it really difficult from a planning perspective. Uh, there was new protocols for how the children would come into school. Yeah. Um, there was no use of our locker, of the children's locker, so everything, including backpacks, jackets, snow pants, you name it, it all came into the classroom. Yeah. And so um, some of my teacher cohorts were indicating that they were trying to see about purchasing bins so that each child would have you know, their own localized space for all their stuff. Mm -hmm. And then there's spacing issues in the classroom. We have to be in rows and columns. How we move in the classroom uh, or how we move in the hallways has changed. Gym has changed. Uh, music has changed. 
I can't think of one part of our learning day that has remained the same pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. And when you were there in March, were the protocols as advanced as they are now? Did you oh, have as many? Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, it was a regular learning day. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what makes school beautiful is the sense of community that you can establish with children, the relationships, the mm-hmm. fun days. Like, think back to your own school days. What brought color to school was the dress-up days, the, yeah. the celebrations, the the emotional contact and the fun that you have with the children. So yeah, that was all, you know, that was typical uh, pre-COVID, but nothing's remained the same since. Yeah, and do you find that COVID has added a lot of stress to students and teachers and parents? I think it's hard for me to really know the level of stress that uh, parents or teachers and students in particular Mm -hmm. are experiencing because my landscape of teaching is different being online. But I have definitely remained in contact with my uh, teaching peers and yeah, they're stressed. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's like trying to hit a moving target. Policies, procedures are constantly changing. They take up a lot of time in the school day, but I, I think the teachers, administrators, students are so valiant because they're making, uh, they're doing the best job they can in difficult circumstances. Yeah, and with the circumstances we have right now, are you finding that students are having a harder time learning right now? Well, I think it depends on the environment. I can honestly say that the online environment Mm -hmm. has been very productive and I feel like my students um, are doing extremely well in this online format. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically because they are quite tech savvy, they chose this as an option, right? So their buy-in is very high. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's very hard in the classroom setting currently to cover your curriculum because there's so many things going on that you're you constantly being mindful of in your learning day. Mm -hmm. Are you finding with curriculum you're having to do more work now that you're online or is it around the same as when you were in school? Um, I've been teaching grade three for about five years so I know my curriculum very well Mm -hmm. but the way that I deliver it online, it takes an, a great deal of preparation to get my materials in a digital format, creating videos, doing audios to put with your written material. Marking takes an inordinate amount of time. So mm. from my perspective, uh, my learning days are longer. Uh, I spend a lot more time on the weekend preparing for the next week. But I'm finding the work so engaging that it doesn't really feel like work. I feel like I'm on a new adventure. Mm-hmm. And how do you keep the environment in the classroom positive during this time? That's a really good question. And in fact, that's the most important thing. Um, you know, if anyone listening to this, if I want them to receive anything from this podcast, it is mm-hmm. how important the mental health is of the children and from the school board that I work for Rocky View schools that has been one of their highest priorities and that it makes me so proud to be a Rocky View employee because they care about people first 
We've received training on how to uh, just be aware of the mental health of our students and how to help them uh, develop their resiliency and just their ability to cope in these difficult circumstances. Mm -hmm. And with um, your class right now, how are you keeping it fun and helping them have that same community that they had in school? You know, that's another really good question. Um, well, I believe that children at the age level that I teach, uh, they, love, uh, they love to be silly and they love to have fun. And so, um, you know, I've developed, we've put some routines in the classroom that I think are working really well. Uh, we always have a joke time or a riddle time each day. Okay. Um, the kids love to draw, so I found a website. Actually, the kids educated me. I found uh, there's a website on YouTube, or it's not a website, it's a YouTube channel called Art Hub, and we do guided drawing times. Um, lots of online story reading. I do a, a read aloud every day. There's such a great body of research that read alouds are so positive for children and just helping them to calm themselves. And I'm also very encouraging. Um, I try and see every child as an individual and find something that I can spotlight and encourage them with mm -hmm. and try and create that familial attitude or that familiar and familial environment, just like you would do in a classroom. Mm -hmm. And do you find that the kids being at home, like they're having a lot of help from their parents as well? I think it depends on the family. Some um, parents are, are more skilled in that area and mm. have a higher level of desire to help out their students. We want to try and work all of the students towards greater levels of independence, learning independence, mm -hmm. so they're not always running to mom or whoever the caregiver is to figure out what they're supposed to do. And that comes into play in terms of how I lay out the learning. I try and think about it from the perspective of the child. So um, I use both a Google site and Google Classroom. Mm -hmm. Google site is the hub of the learning and then Google Classroom is where I put in their assignments and things that I'm generally gonna be collecting for evaluation. Okay, and are you finding that you prefer being online as to being in class or do you have a preference? That's a really that's another really good question. Um, I mean they're very different. Mm -hmm. Of course I'd rather be in the classroom under regular circumstances. I enjoy being with the children on a daily basis yeah. and the relationships that we can establish and just the activities that we can do together. But under the current COVID circumstances, I actually really enjoy online learning because mm -hmm. my face is uncovered. The children can see the emotions I'm conveying on the screen. Um, they can see me smiling, giving them encouragement. And so I feel like I kind of mitigate or minimize all of that COVID protocol, which is dominating so many aspects of mm -hmm. our lives. Yeah. So I really like it. Okay, and for the kids in school right now who do have to wear the masks and follow those protocols, do you think that their mental development is going to be the same as it was before all of COVID? I mean, those are generalities, right? So you yeah. have to be really careful when you speak about those things. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I do think that some children are going to, going to be affected, especially socially and emotionally. But that body of evidence, you know, waits to be seen. Mm-hmm. We don't. Re- I think adult mental health is being affected. Yeah. So we don't really, we won't really know the full impacts of this particular time until someone studies it in the future and we have, you know, a body of evidence. But from what I'm seeing and from what I'm hearing, there are definite impacts happening in the classroom. Mm-hmm. And I was just wondering, for all that's happened so far, do you have any advice for teachers and students and parents during this time just in regards to kids and their learning? Well, I don't know, first of all, if I'm like in a position to offer advice, but yeah. I can offer some insights from my own teaching experience. And I, you know, I think what I would say to people is be positive. Mm-hmm. One of the things that we do in our classroom every day is my children keep a gratitude journal. Because I think having a thankful heart is extremely important to find things to be positively minded about and to actually write them down. There's something that is very uh, valuable about that mindful experience. You're focusing on what is good rather than all of the negatives and Mm -hmm. developing um, just a a heart of gratitude. And then also, I mean... um, Although I teach in a public school, I come from a Christian background, mm-hmm. and so I definitely pray and meditate each morning and, and just lift up the kids that I'm involved with. And I ask, you know, just that I be given eyes so that every child is an individual. Mm-hmm. And then finally, you know, acknowledge that it is okay to, you know, to have difficult days and that we're going to get through this. And to just keep your family close to you are those that make you feel better about yourself. You know, there's a lot of negativity in the world now, and we Mm -hmm. need to hear positive stories and believe that things will get better. Mm -hmm. That was great advice, Colleen. And I do definitely agree with that, that there does need to be more positivity right now as we're constantly flooded with negative things. And I really appreciate the time you've taken out of your day to be here and answer all these questions. It's great to know the precautions that schools are taking as well as how this is affecting staff, students, and parents. The next podcast of this series will be on how mental health has been affected by COVID. So be sure to listen to that one next week on cmru.ca. This has been your host, Aaliyah Jacobson on Keeping Up With COVID. See you next week.